Welcome to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense, deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. I hope y'all have had a great weekend. I'm grateful you're here listening to me, Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist on the Intuitive Therapist podcast. I'm really, really grateful that you're here listening. Uh, We're going to talk about a subject that is near and dear to my heart, not only uh, in my own experience, but also in helping hundreds and hundreds of people work through it, finally for good. There's so many people that struggle with betrayal. It is crazy, and it's as if it just kind of happens upon them. But I'm going to lay it out today about betrayal, what it really is, why it happens, and what you can do about it now so that it never happens again. So here you are. You know, there's a saying by Arthur Miller where it says, betrayal is the only truth that sticks. And I want you to remember that because when we think about betrayal, it really is the truth about what we haven't looked at. So think about that. So look, maybe you're in a relationship or you're dating somebody and you feel confident or mostly confident that things are well. Look, I have been there. I've had my own uh, experience with betrayal and I didn't understand it until I was enlightened about it. So maybe you're kind of in a good space with the person. Um, You know, every couple encounters challenges, um, but that's pretty normal. But one day you find out something you can't unknow, or there's something that goes on in your body where you have this uh uh-oh feeling. And it's almost like you've been sucker punched, right? And you know it. You know you've been betrayed. It's like your world has shifted in this unexpected direction. You didn't expect it, but here you are. And what do you do? So maybe your partner has betrayed you in some way. Maybe it's financially, maybe it's physically, maybe it's sexually, maybe it's emotionally. And suddenly here you are having to face a decision. What do you do? Do you stay and ignore? Or do you break things off and then have to work to put your life back together again with all these different pieces kind of broken up? Because you're like, nothing's the same now. You can't unring a bell. Y'all have heard that saying. So now you have to deal with it. Let's say you decide to, to move on from the relationship. But how do you do that? I teach clients all the time that there are two challenges that make it diff- difficult to heal from betrayal. And the first challenge is that you continue to hold the person responsible for your pain, the other person. And the second is, is that you don't take responsibility for your part in the pain. Look, I'm going to talk about things today that are straight up. They're they're going to feel challenging to hear. And you may not be ready to take all of this in. And maybe you don't agree with me on everything, and that's fine. But I do want you to take time to listen. Because if you really think about what I'm telling you today, it's going to hit home. And it's going to make sense. And you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. 
you know, like I said, I've worked with hundreds and hundreds of clients who've been betrayed by their mate or their colleague or their friend, you know, in one way or another. And what I have been able to do is help them identify the root of the pain, the reason for the betrayal and how they can move through it. And because of this, I'm certain about the things that I'm going to talk to you about today. Look, the nature of my work as a therapist, it is not to get people to be comfortable with their pain. In part, it is so that they don't consider it an enemy. But I, people come to me because they want out of pain. So it's my job to help them, unfortunately, lean into the sharpest point of the pain so that they can eventually eliminate it. And, um, and betrayal is across the board, one of the most difficult things to, to go through. So I'm going to tell you a couple of things about what I really know about betrayal. Here's what I know. One is that you have summoned this experience into your life for your growth. Look, hear me out. I, I am a hundred percent certain that there have been other experiences in your life that have felt like and looked like betrayal. You know, they, they may have existed in smaller, less painful ways, or perhaps they're an actual pattern in your life. Nonetheless, they've happened. And over time, you've ignored them and their significance. It is so easy to turn the other cheek when we don't want to give up something. But here's the deal. When you constantly ignore something, life has a way of turning up the volume on it. And if you're experiencing betrayal right now, and you're listening to this and you're struggling, well, apparently the volume has turned up for you and you can't ignore the call at this time because it's time for you to pay attention and it's time for you to finally learn from this. So the second thing I know about betrayal is that hands down 100%, you have ignored the red flags from the beginning. I am so certain about this because I know what it's like. I did. And I know you have too. And and maybe you, you're saying to me, well, Janice, I haven't ignored the red flags. I've just chosen to accept them. And if you have, then I can't imagine that you are in a happy relationship. So even if it's a new relationship or a relationship that's lasted for decades, either way, you choose to look the other way when something didn't seem right. So here's here's the interesting thing, because in new relationships, we tend to ignore red flags because some of them aren't all that red. Some of them are kind of orange red or even pinkish red, but they don't seem red red. And if you're totally honest with yourself, you really do not want them to be red red or you'd have to deal with it. And it might mean something that you don't want it to mean. So most of the time we idealize that things aren't as uh, red flaggish as we we hope they aren't, um, but if we're honest with ourselves and if we're true to ourselves and we're going to look at everything that stands out and measure it against our ability to have happiness. So you very much wanted to be in this relationship, to belong to someone, to love someone and to be loved by someone. We all want that. The number one desire of, of everybody is to belong is to feel loved and to feel accepted. And you know what? When we meet somebody and we are excited and we see a lot of potential, God, all we want to do is just move forward with them in partnership. 
uh, look, hey, there are a lot of you out there that just don't want to be single anymore. So you settle. You know, you want to be married, have kids. You want the house, the white picket fence. And you had an end goal. And because of that end goal, you chose to turn the other cheek. But maybe, let's say you're in a longer lasting relationship and you've chosen to look the other way because you wanted to maintain what you had, the image, the status, the stability, the standard of living to which you've become accustomed. You know, whether you want to keep your family together and not being a divorcee and all of those uh, losing all of those other perks, you know, you made sacrifices for a larger goal. And I'm going to get into this uh, in another podcast. It's called the agreement and the sacrifice. And in short, it's basically where, you know, you you have an end goal uh, and you are willing to sacrifice and kind of prostitute out yourself uh, just to meet that end goal when ultimately it's not the best for yourself. But the deal is with betrayal is that, especially in a longer lasting relationship, in order for you to keep what you have, you have to sacrifice part of yourself. And now what's happening is that maybe enough time has passed uh, that you're now experiencing significant pain, or maybe the uh, your your partner is acting more uh, acting more directly, like the person knows you're going to stay around. So why do they need to cover things up? Like it's be, it's it's more overt. So maybe the volumes turned up in your life in that way. So we all have these agreements, and. Um, we all ignore things along the way. So the third point that I want to make about betrayal is that you somehow believe that your petition, participation in the betrayal was involuntary. It's I hear it all the time. I don't know what happened, but he or she, you know, just I had no idea. Never knew. But let me tell you something. We all enter relationships by choice. And whether or not we take responsibility for it, we have a sense of what feels right and what doesn't. We're we're adults. If you're listening to this, ideally you're an adult and you've made an adult uh, uh, agreement to enter the union. So you participate in every part of your life, whether you believe it or not. Because at every point, and I talked about this in another podcast, at every point in our lives we have the opportunity uh, to make a decision about how we're going to show up. So just stay with me here. So even if you didn't give express permission for your spouse or partner to betrayal you, I don't know that really anybody does, you have given permission for other things to occur that lead up to an event of betrayal. You know, whether it's through your practicing ignorance towards other details, whether the red, whether the flags are light red, medium red, or really red red, uh, or kind of through your overt permissiveness, letting letting uh, somebody get away with maybe mistreating you or, uh, you know, the, the white lies, and you know they're white lies, you have, in essence, kind of nourished some toxic growth in your relationship. And now here you are experiencing betrayal, and you got to figure out what to do. I do want to tell you something that's that's very, very important. Even though each of us has choices all the time about how we show up in the world and what we allow to happen to us, I will tell you 100%, you are not responsible for what the other person has done. 
We are never responsible for what other people choose to do. Just because maybe there are times where you have pleaded ignorance or buried your head in the proverbial sand, it does not mean that you have to take responsibility for somebody else's actions. Absolutely not. Because each of us is an adult. Like I said before, we make our own choices. What you're responsible for is that you separate your stuff from the person who betrayed you. So for whatever, for whatever reason this person decided to be dishonest or secretive or uh, unfaithful, you know, they have their own shit to deal with. So they have their stuff and you have yours. And you right now have to only deal with cleaning your side of the street. Okay. So the fifth point I want to make And this is perhaps probably one of the hardest things for people who have experienced betrayal to do is to take full responsibility for your pain because your pain belongs to nobody else. And and I really believe that this is probably the most humbling part of the process when it comes to healing from betrayal. It takes because it takes a lot of courage to do it. It, you, it's, it's like, in essence, you're accepting that you've played a huge part in your experiencing pain. And that's kind of weird for a lot of people. They're like, but he did this or she did this. And yes, I know that. But the fact that you still feel pain or you're still experiencing uh, and repeating this pattern of being betrayed that comes down to you. So at some point you have to take responsibility for what you allow, right? So you are uh, responsible for not only the pain you experience because how, how you think about it, how you experience it, how you practice it, but how long it lasts. Once you realize that, I promise you, you can begin to make changes that you need to make to stop this pattern. It is a pattern and it's something you can stop. So I want you also, the sixth point is to identify what you ignored and why. And this is one of the most significant steps you can, you can take to truly understand the, the practice and the habit of experiencing betrayal. So it's time for you to really look at the signs that were existing from the beginning of the relationship or in the relationship. And I can tell you this, not all signs in every relationship are going to be the same. But what will be the same is your gut feeling about it. It's the fact that you know something's not quite right. And you have to, at that point, measure whether or not it's necessary to address it or whether or not it's something that you can kind of overlook that won't lead to something bigger. So maybe you have a partner that's could be evasive or charming or passive aggressive on a regular basis. Maybe he or she always has an answer for everything and turns your concerns around on you, causing you to question your gut instinct. Boy, that happened to me. Oh my goodness. I was in a crazy relationship. Uh, and it turned out to be that I, uh, I had to settle some karmic debt from centuries ago with this person. But golly, he, he really did some uh, screwing with my mind. And even though I knew in my heart of hearts and my gut, I, I got to a point where I was shaking one day because I knew he was lying so much. 
uh, I was so vulnerable and I didn't have the strength to stand on my own two feet. He had kind of destroyed that over the 10 month period that I was with him. He, he kind of broke me down. Um, he convinced me that I was kind of going nuts and, uh, ultimately it turns out I was spot on and I was right. Uh, and so with that understanding, I said to myself, I'll never ever experience that again. I'll pay attention to everything. So, you know, you got to look at what you choose to ignore, uh, and why. And like I said, maybe you want to maintain something. Uh, maybe you don't want to lose, uh, your house. Maybe you don't have a job. And so you're scared shitless about not having money. So you accept stuff that you wouldn't normally accept if you were financially stable. Why have you ignored them? Do you feel desperate? Do you feel needy? Do you want to be loved? Do you have no family? Do you, are you scared of being strong, standing in your strength? Whatever pattern you notice, whatever exists, acknowledge it because that's where you got to start. So if we look at the why, why you ignored and accepted the things that you did that led up to the pivotal betrayal experience or the aha, you know, this can be probably the most troublesome part of healing. Why did you look the other way? Did you want to have certainty? Did you want safety? Did you want security? Do you need social acceptance? Can you, can you not be on your own? Did you need to feel significant or important? Do you have the belief that you're not strong enough to deal with challenges and changes and you've resigned yourself to kind of accept the bottom of the barrel treatment? If you understand the need that you had that drove you to make these decisions, the ones I just talked about, and I don't say them with criticism because they're, I, I was there. I know what it's like. I, I so wanted to belong. I uh, wanted to be involved in a community of dancers when I took salsa lessons. And that's how I met that crazy man. Um, but he was my best teacher. And I can now thank him for that. But I, I really wanted to be a part of something. And oddly enough, I really wasn't looking for a guy at that time. But I, I, I have always loved being in relationship. So we have to think about what need we have at the time that propels us to be in certain relationships. And like I said, it can be a friendship. It can be a business relationship or it can be a love relationship. So the last point I want to talk about is I want you to renew a commitment to yourself. We've talked about a lot today. We've talked about how truly this experience is meant for you. And in a future podcast, I'm going to talk about uh, soul agreements and how betrayal uh, experiences are part of the soul agreement a hundred percent. Everything is planned out and we'll talk about that another time. But I want you, after you've done some of this work that we've talked about today, I want you to renew a commitment to yourself that you will change how you operate in relationships, how you show up for yourself first and foremost. Because I can tell you this, the pain you experience from betrayal comes down to you. And it's time that you issued yourself the same kind of hall pass that you give the other person who betrayed you. It's time. It's time for you to offer yourself that unconditional love, that unquestioning love, compassion, and caring that you so easily give to others. It is so time that you treated yourself with respect and value. 
and that you commit to yourself that never again will you allow anyone to treat you with disrespect, to play you, and for you to uh, not ignore the red flags anymore. So from this point on, just please don't ever blow off the flags that you <clears throat> that you pick up. Even if the color isn't exactly red, red, pay attention. Because most of the time, people do uh, covert things. There's, they have covert patterns of behavior. And there'll be a succession of experiences that you'll have. And that will lead up to a conclusion. And I am not saying that I want you to be so freaking paranoid that you're looking for uh, and you're suspicious about all things negative. I'm not. I'm saying be mindful about how you show up in a relationship and what you allow, how you experience it, and how you allow others to treat you. Okay? So if you're in a situation, you're, you're in a relationship right now and you're experiencing betrayal, it really would behoove you to get some help because it could possibly be that if the two of you love each other enough that you can recover from it or it's enough that you leave the relationship. But either way, it's so important to get help. So I just want you to honor yourself and notice how you feel and why. Watch for patterns of behavior. And like I said, when you, when you see a pattern, don't ignore it. Look, I know betrayal stings and hurts. And, and, and if it's severe enough and you let it go on long enough, it can have reverberating effects for the rest of your life until you get a hold of learning to trust yourself first. That is the biggest piece I can tell you today. Betrayal happens because you don't trust yourself. You're giving others the permission to uh, create an experience for you. It's like you're giving them your power and I'm asking you to take your power back. So how you choose to use an experience of betrayal is up to you. I hope that you will look at it and use it as a way to truly up-level the quality of your life. I know right now if you're experiencing it or if you have experienced it, that it sucks and it's painful and it haunts you. But you can end all of that by taking charge of what you feel. Use your betrayal experience as a wake-up call. Use it as a time to learn what happened that you allowed it to happen, where you allowed that pain to, to experience, uh, to be experienced in yourself. Because the single common denominator in anything in your life is you, and you have the capacity to change how you show up every day. So I thank you for listening to this heavy topic. It's a deep, heavy topic, but I want you to so grow and I want you to trust yourself and I want you to feel strong. Until next time, this is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist signing off. I want you to live intuitively, live abundantly, and live largely. Thanks for listening to the intuitive therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes.